0: Hello apartment friends, it's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. As promised, today we are going to focus on making the right hiring decisions. Holy smokes, what does that mean? Do we even have enough time to unpack that? I'm not sure, but let's give it a try. For this episode, our focus will be how do we recruit talent, build a team that works as a team, and how do we pivot quickly when things aren't working? First and foremost, we need to know our vision and buy into it before we can recruit the talent. If we don't buy into the dream, then how do we expect anyone else to? It's just not possible. If I'm excited about it, then everyone else will be. If I'm negative, then same thing, everyone else will be too. Our goal is not to recruit all the same personality types as ourselves, but again, to recruit talent that buys into the vision for the property or portfolio. We need to make sure that people's strengths complement other people's weaknesses. This really builds a cohesive team. The only person today that I interview on our teams is the manager, and I'm very clear about the vision for the property along with the goals. I share the initiatives and strategies that we use on each lease up, and if you don't buy in, that's okay, but you probably aren't going to be a good fit for me. For me, it starts from the RPM, and then it trickles down. When my RPM buys in, I know they aren't going to send me a manager candidate that doesn't um, buy into our dream or that's going to be surprised with my vision or the fact that our strategy does not include concessions. Before we even start building the rest of the team, we ensure the three of us are completely aligned. Once this happens, the RPM and manager start building a team. Listen, it's not always rainbows or butterflies, and there are challenges along the way. But when we are all bought in from the top down, it often limits the complications. My good friend was speaking the other day, and he said, let's park things right here for a second. I love the line so much and honestly have never heard anyone say that. But this is a good place to seal Adrian Dixon's line. Let's park it right here on the notion that we can only hire experienced professionals. Sometimes we get stuck on the notion that it has to be someone with multifamily experience to fill the position. I can tell you that that has not served me well. If the person has all the skill sets required, why should only multifamily experience count? especially when we're talking about maintenance technicians, leasing consultants, and sometimes even assistant managers. I've always said I can't train attitude or work ethic. I can't make you want to work hard and I can't make you have a positive attitude. No matter how hard I try or if I lead by example, it's just not possible. Although I don't hire team members any longer, I can tell you I'm always recruiting for our business. I love what we do, and when I see great customer service and people creating a stellar sales experience, I'm going to try and send them to one of my management companies. Today, people are looking for real estate jobs, which makes it a little easier. I love stealing from retail, hospitality, and the food and beverage industry. We often find that folks working off commission or gratuity tend to be hustlers and are very goal and bonus driven. I love that and find them to be a great fit for the leasing floor. We can teach them all about apartments and our script, but goes back to what I previously said, we can't teach them to have a fire in their belly to be hungry for the next sale. It's worth the time to see how their current experience aligns with what we do and what training gaps we would need to fill. And as multi-site leaders, we should always be recruiting If we stop recruiting, we will find ourselves in a lurch when we need to fill a position quickly. It's all about building relationships, keeping in touch with the ones we think that will be a great fit so when a door opens, we can fill it quickly. Taking chances to float people to you until the position opens often pays off. Where there's a will, there's a way. And don't fall for the trick. Once you think you have the right candidate, don't stop searching because what if they do not pass the background check or they back out at the last minute? You don't want to start your search all over again. Even when we are all bought in and aligned, people are going to find new dreams and visions along the way and that's okay. Just another reason we should always be in recruit mode. This is a personal belief, but when those team members want to move on to greener pastures or the next shiny deal, it's best to let them go. I've been down the bidding path and the negotiations to keep people to stay, and I'm here to tell you, not once has that worked out for me. What I have seen is people leave and come back. That scenario often works, and I'm happy to give people a second chance. Sometimes we have to try something else to appreciate what we have. I get it. And then there's the pivot. One thing I've learned the last five years is that if the person is not the right fit, we have to make a change quickly no matter the HR roadblocks. This is what is best for the property, the person, the owner, and the client. Hear me when I say, I don't want you in trouble for doing something wrong. So we have to address head on and quickly. Work with HR on solutions that are best for everyone. Eliminating risk can't be the only focus from HR. They have to help us navigate. That's why they're there. Leaving a leasing consultant at a property that they are not performing at is not an option either. Or any position for that matter. Just doesn't work. Nor does it have the associate's best interest at heart. We are committed to people, but people can't be our problem. We have to fix it and fix it quickly. Even if that means... Taking the associate to another site and allowing training to take place there and then bringing them back. Again, I'm always committed to the associate, but we have to do what's best for everybody. And don't be scared to ask for help. There are resources out there for us, so don't think you have to do this on your own. Create a network of your closest peers. If people don't know you are looking to fill positions, how can they pass the next great person along to you? A few tricks. Like we just mentioned, ask your network for referrals. Know the benefits of your company, just like the vision, this matters too. Be sure to differentiate yourself from the comps, just like we do when we are selling the dream of our asset to prospects. People we are hiring want to know what makes you different, what makes you the right option for them. We have to be able to share that information. And sometimes it's all about taking the chance. When I think back over my career, the shining stars that emerged nine times out of 10 were the underdog in the lineup. I believe they all had the passion and that's what stood out and ultimately why I took the chance. And I'm so glad I did. It will always be about the people and we won't be successful in this business if we don't focus on the people. I think we can all agree recruiting talent has been more challenging the last few years, but that can't be a deterrent. We are resilient people and giving up is never an option. If we focus on the people and do the right things for the right reasons, I promise it won't be easy, but it will all fall into line. In summary, have a vision and and be passionate about it. This is contagious. Always be in recruit mode, even when you don't have a position to fill. Don't be scared to ask for help and be ready to pivot quickly when things aren't working out. See you back here soon.